Hey everyone, and welcome to lap 41 of the Lap Zero podcast. My name is Dave. I'm joined by these hooligans, Mr. Antonio Bianchi. Bianchi? Depends on what area of the world you're in. Mr. Levi Opitz. 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 Also depends on which area of the world you're in. And Mr. Mr. Norman King. It doesn't matter what area of the world you're in. Um, We are blessed to be talking about Mr. Ryan Priest. This uh, episode, number 41, and he's had one heck of a season. I think Mr. Levi heavily favored him at the beginning of the season. We had some ups and downs, got a little physical. It's rookie year, right? Yeah, well, a hell of a dirt racer. I think he's got a long way to go. What say you? Oh, yeah, no. Priest is, uh, I think he's he's good to go if the team keeps him, if they keep faith in him and keep pushing out good vehicles, they usually do. So, I mean... He's looking good. I like that we've got some young guys and all that stuff in the sport. So Priest is my dude. I'm gonna try to stay behind him, but like really quietly, you know, just like don't. And he looks really good flipping through the air. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's part of it. NASCAR, (laughs) you gotta look good in there. Yeah, had some ups and downs was a pun, but we missed it. It's okay. Uh, We didn't even swing at it like the guy. The last pitch of the World Series. Can I get a what? What Texas Rangers? Yeah, come on now, Texas. Let's go. Let's go, Rangers. Um, Got to throw a shout-out to the old uh, world champion, Texas Rangers, which feels really, really good to say. That's my team. Uh, did a great job. Uh, sounds like uh, Bochy's coming back. If you're, a, if you're a Rangers fan, if not, I'm sorry, I'm throwing a little baseball into a lap zero podcast. But, it's okay. Um, it's a sport. Coach is coming back. Most of the team's coming back. We're losing a couple guys. Just is what they it is. They run laps. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, good stuff. Good Rangers. Go Rangers. And if you're if you're the guy that was the last up to the plate for the Arizona Diamondbacks, why would you end the World Series with a bat on your shoulder? I don't know, but I guess it's a very Diamondback thing to do. Sorry, I'm from Texas. Uh, well, we are pleased to say that we have a Blaney bathtub full of champagne. That's here at the Lab Zero podcast. It was filled of tears. It was filled with spoiled milk. It was filled with hopes and dreams. And now <laughs> sweet champagne and maybe a little bush light overflow from Kevin Harvick send off. Uh, we'll talk about that too. But Antonio, you've been waiting for this moment, maybe your whole life. How about you take us through the Phoenix championship race, my dude? Hell yeah, dude. Let's roll into some NASCAR. So, we had our uh, usual championship four race. We had uh, our contenders there. We had what? We had William Byron. Uh, we had Ryan Blaney. We had Christopher Bell. Not for long, but we had him. <laughs> and, uh, and we had Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Larson as well. Um, you know, overall, it was a uh, it was okay. I mean, Phoenix. We know we've been going there for a while. We don't really. I don't. I think we've all kind of come to the agreement that Phoenix probably isn't the best place to end the season. It just seems to never put on good racing. And if you've heard me in previous episodes, I always ask, when's the last time you saw a good race of Phoenix? Because let's be honest, there usually isn't any. Um, so, you know, what? aside from that, I mean, there's so much focus on the championship four that they don't even really show much of the rest of the field. So I don't even know who won stage two, one and two. I don't know how anyone else in the race did aside from the championship four. But I can tell you that our boy Blaney, fi- or my boy Blaney, I should say, finally pulled through, which was awesome to see. Um, I was pretty stoked. I've been I've been watching him since he's been with friggin' Wood Brothers, so that was really exciting to finally see. Like, oh shoot, I've been waiting this long, and finally, like, to see him win at a track that I already knew he was pretty good at this place. Um, 
I think actually a lot of people were complaining that, you know, it's been at a Ford dominated track for so long. Um, so that's, you know, made a couple people upset, but you know, we don't care about their opinion. So Blaney won. That's all that really matters. Right. So Boom. we're no longer in the Blaney bathtub, at least inside the house. We're now sliding it down the street in, uh, <laughs> with champagne and full of it in the, in the tub. And we're yelling and screaming and shit. So, you know, I was I was really stoked, man. I can't lie. I don't even know. I, I, I the, the hype's obviously died down now. Now I'm back to normal. I can't really yell and scream about it as much as I wanted to. But let's go, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was freaking stoked. Hell yeah. So, let me tell you, in the moment, though, I was, like, celebrating and yelling at my TV. I sent the video in our Discord. So if you ever want to check that out, come take a peek. Um, but aside from that, throughout the race, we had Christopher Bell go out with a... Uh, Another exploding rotor. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, how does NASCAR still have the exploding rotor problem? But you know what? I They can choose how they want to cool their brakes, and there's so many different configurations you can run. I think it's kind of just Christopher Bell getting let down by his team once again. Uh, you know, we thought it was going to be pit crew, which we actually did see a stop or two where he was pretty slow, so that didn't help. But Yeah, I, I actually heard on the radio or something, I don't know, you know, you never know when they're cueing the radio, actually, if it's in live, like real time or if it's something from before, but I heard his radio say, you know, it's up to you. Like, we're done. We, we You know, I think they were telling him different things to do with the car to try to help alleviate the overheating brakes. They knew it was a problem, and he was like, it's up to you. And, like, as soon as they put that up there, it's like, it was just done. Yeah, he was basically up. just out of the race at that point already. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty quick after that. So, yeah, it was uh, it was unfortunate for Bell. I know uh, he, you know, this is his second championship four appearance, so he obviously deserves to be there. Um, so yeah, it was just unfortunate for him, but uh, it is what it is, I guess. So I almost thought that my by my Willie B prediction to just stomp everyone from start to finish was going to come true for a moment, but. I was naive. I'm but a, a new NASCAR fan who doesn't understand. Yeah, you just you just don't know the the dominance of Ford at Phoenix, apparently. Uh, I, your story, I, right? I apparently <laughs> do. What? Joe Logano Isn't fan it here. Oh, actually, Harvick, yeah, you do, I guess. 21. <laughs> Kevin Harvick has 21 straight top 10s at Phoenix. Yeah, dude looks strong, too, there midway through the race. Yeah, he was doing good there for a while as well, actually. And since we're um, going to touch base there on Harvick, I have to say... We've always been talking. We talked and talked and like talked it to death that NASCAR is kind of like the closest you can get, the best fan experience, so to speak. And I don't know what other racing uh, platform. I don't know how to say it. A uh, form of racing, I guess, is the best way to say it. They would let your kids come on pre-race while you're getting ready to go to race and like you know tell their dad like you know man we're proud of you we're we're happy what you did with your career go out and have fun you know and all that stuff like you're not gonna get that with F1. There's no way in hell they're going to let some dude's kids jump on the radio like right before the race starts or anything. I thought I that was really, daddy. really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was freaking cool. I mean, he'll remember that for the rest of his life. They'll remember yeah, it. Yeah, so cool, man. And it was a cool little moment. I have to say, you know, we bash on NASCAR, but at least that was kind of neat, you know. Yeah, no, man, I thought I thought it was super cool. Um, and we always talk about how, like, there's an era ending, you know, with, you know, now Kevin Harvick's going to be gone too. Like, you can truly say in the last, like, six seven eight years we've we've had a lot of people retire from the sport and i think harvick retiring has officially capped off an era um i know he wasn't someone who raced with earnhardt obviously he he replaced him once unfortunately he passed away but it was kind of like the end of an era of drivers and i don't think we'll see another era end until we see the guys like you know denny logano 
Um, just, you know, those are just the guys I can pull off the top of my head, but you know, there's more in there. Um, so till we see that next era leave, this is kind of like, damn, like Gordon's gone. Jimmy's gone. Stewart's gone. Harvey's gone. gone. Yeah. Junior's gone. Like, it's like everybody's gone that you like we're watching back in the day. So yeah, it's a sad time. Um, I know I was on the the Harvick hate train back when he was winning all the time. Back in I think that was like 2018 to 2020. You want to say something like that? Um, I n- never hated the guy, obviously, but it was one of those things. It's like it's like when Lewis Hamilton had a dom- his dominance. You were just like, oh brother, here we go another. It's like another Harvick win. Here we go. You know what I mean? Like we just had this last week, but um, yeah, no, it was one of those things where I was like, damn man, I'm kind of a little sad. Like no more Harvick, man. That's crazy. So. Yeah, it is what it is, I guess, but we're going to make the most of it. Yeah, talking about that end of the era, that's how I felt watching the race because he, he's the last driver that is in that era that I grew up. By the time I knew what I was watching and was like in love with NASCAR, he was the last driver of that era to retire. So it, it was... It was a little touchy there at the end watching him go and know that like, there's none of those drivers left in NASCAR. Yeah, and like, there's a couple of stragglers. Like, is Ryan Newman still in a couple of races here and there? Is that right? Here and there, but yeah, he's retired. Yeah, no, he's retired. You know, and, and I think another one that was kind of around that time, and y'all may be like, no, he wasn't around that time. But you know, Carl Edwards, he went pretty early with that that generation. He kind of dipped out, so to speak. I mean, it kind of blew my mind when Carl Edwards. I think he still had a few years left, and he kind of no, he left. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. No, he he left because uh, he got screwed out of a championship because of the playoffs, and he's a three-time champion by just overall points. Yeah. By just running a whole season, he's a three-time champion and doesn't have a championship to his name, and after that race, at, I think it was at Homestead, he said, screw you motherfuckers, I'm done with this bullshit, I'm going to go sit on my couch, and... Keep earning my money. Yeah, and you got to think about Harvick, man, saying that um, and how Carl Edwards thinks he got, you know, kind of screwed over there because of the old points, new points. I mean, how many changes and how many car generations has Kevin Harvick seen? Yeah, that's that's a good point. He has gone through lots of those too, eh? And, and he's still competitive. Like, he was still up there. Phoenix, last race. I mean, he wasn't leading. I don't think he led any laps. I, I could be wrong with that, but he was up there, man. And he was looking good. He was passing people. He's racing people for top fives. Like you said, how many straight top tens or whatever. It's like, dude still had it, man. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. You know, I know you can't, you know, can't have the story, storybook ending every time, but how crazy would it have been if he would have won Phoenix? He would have come into NASCAR replacing Dale senior, won his first race and then gone out winning Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, can't be that way. But same time, no. dude did good. I think he was competitive there at the end. I think he's going to be happy about that race and kind of the way it went out. Um, yeah, it would have been great. Uh, it would have been too good. Yeah, it would have. Cats but... would have loved dogs. Pigs would have flown. It would have been too much. <laughs> the world couldn't take it. So I guess um, have we mentioned that Ross Chastain was the the winner of the race, though. Yeah, and, you know, midway through that dang thing, um, your boy up there, Ryan Blaney, got frustrated with him blocking him and, you know, got into his back bumper pretty good. And I was, like, getting me nervous. I was like, bro, come on now. <laughs> and even his guys got on the radio. I was like, big picture, big picture here. I was like, you could win a championship or you could dump him real quick and maybe get caught up in it. Stop. Like, just stop. Yeah. But uh, you're, 
You're racing. You're you're racing two different races. And, and race, he had, the race you need to race. And he, and it's not like it came easy for him either. I mean, just in that race, if you want to take that little battle, he he. I remember him coming to the pits and he was up there in like third or something, and then like dropped back to like sixth or seventh, and still had to come through some pretty good cars to just Dude. get back up to the championship. Larson gave him a run. Yeah. Larson on that last pit stop under caution. Holy crap. That was a massive pit stop. Yeah. He was what? Six tenths faster than Blaney on pit road speed. Yeah. You know, that's like borderline speed. And I mean, he was doing, yeah. he had to do everything he possibly could to do that. But I was like, I, I was like, I, I was on the side of this isn't right. Like, He's doing something illegal because it was so good. Yeah. You're waiting for the speeding penalty. You're waiting for <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. So, but uh, you got to give it to Ryan. He he did, you know, uh, if Antonio is going to be completely honest with you, he, he would tell you that he thought it was done at that point. Um, but Ryan just went back to work and did all he had to do to go back and win that thing. Man, he had a killer, a killer car. And I don't know if we want to go off about this this episode or next episode or save it for something in the off season, but we all know the the points format, and I'm, you know a lot of us don't like it. So you know the first thing I hop on social media after you know seeing uh, my driver finally win something after you know years of watching, um, and the first thing you see is oh undeserved the you know the the least deserving guy ended up winning the race, and I was just like. Yeah, you can say that. I'm like, I know that it's not the format, and I know we all preferred the chase over this. But at the same time, they all sign up at the uh, at the beginning of the season knowing full well what the championship four race is going to be and where it is and what it's going to be. And yeah, you know what? Blaney might not have been the best over the season. I think he was like, I don't know, on like a full season standings, he might have been like 10th or 12th. But to be fair, he turned it up in the in the playoffs, man. Like he showed up and I thought he did well in the playoffs. Like you can look at a guy like William Byron or a guy like Truex who did absolutely phenomenal in the regular season. Um, you know, not that Byron did terrible in the playoffs, but they didn't do as well and you know, you could win every race leading up to the playoffs and lose everything in the playoffs and be out. And I would not consider you a deserving champion because that's not how the format works. Like it's a playoffs. You have to be good in the playoffs to win. So I just, I don't know. I didn't understand the whole argument of people complaining, saying, Oh, Blaney's Louis deserving there. Like, man, he just did what he had to do. Like, what are you going to just not, not win because you don't deserve it? Like, you know what I mean? So I thought it was a bit, I, I just thought that frustrated me a bit. Um, however, I do, I do still agree that we need a better playoff format. Um, it would be nice to see a change, but that was just my take on that. I was just like, man, like, is it really need to just bash everybody who wins like every year? But it is what it is. I agree. Blaney did everything he had to do to win the championship. And in my my mind, he is the deserving and is the champion. That's in the story. I think the only person that's won this playoff system championship that you could say was the most deserving driver to win it was Kyle Larson the year he won it because he dominated that year. No other driver, like you can say that for this won the championship, but like you said, everyone has to show up and everyone knows the rules going into it. So it is what it is. But in today's world, 
people are going to find crap to bitch about, and so that's what they're going to bitch about. And we'll get into it a little bit later in an, another episode about, you know, NASCAR's playoff format and what we think about it. But I am, I don't agree with it, but it is what it is, and you have to do do your job to win the championship, and that's what Ryan Blaney did yesterday. You have to play the hand you're dealt. I mean, look at our champion last year. I mean, if you know, if you know, and if you if you know who that was, it was Joey Logano. But the <laughs> the the point is, is that like if like Joey said it in interviews, like he won the first race in the round of eight to get into the round of four, and they had all they had more time than anyone else to prepare for Phoenix, and so like that's what won him the race. It wasn't necessarily um a culmination of all of his efforts through the whole season it was the fact that they had three weeks to prepare and no one else did he'll say that in an interview so that's just the hand you're dealt that's why i don't like the current format is because sometimes the cream rises to the top but you gotta you gotta play the game you can't just like oh well i wish it was this way and then just drive your car really fast like if you know how to play the game that makes champion and mr pinsky knows how to play the game that's pretty obvious i think at this point I think the best format they did, if they want to do this whole, like, let's reset the points and do it, is the, the original chase format where they took the top 10 drivers, they reset them all on points, and the final 10 races of the season decided the champion. Yeah, they gave them, like, 5,000 extra points or something, so it just yeah. broke them away from the pack, and then you race from there. Yeah. And, and like, everybody, everybody in the points system, like, I forgot, it was just a different point system for those guys going forward, and you raced, and that was it. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that one. I like that. And you might have, you normally you wouldn't, but you might have got a champion with like a race remaining. But normally everyone was still mathematically in, but you kind of knew who was going to win it by the final race. Yeah, you were starting to do that. If this guy gets this and this guy gets <laughs> this and this guy's out, then so and so might be able to win. <laughs> and this All guy doesn't crap. start. <laughs> yeah, if this guy stumps his toe on the way out of the hauler and, uh, <laughs> Anyways, this guy eats bananas. He probably won't cramp, so maybe he can do better and might have a chance. But it's still fun. I no, I, all jokes aside, I do like that better than what they have now. I, I, there's no real good way to do it because racing's the only sport that you don't just eliminate people fully in a race. You know what I'm saying? Like if if there's still a championship going on and there's some kind of playoff cutoff, you know, any other sport, the other teams are gone. Yeah, they're just gone. Like as the bracket gets smaller, you lose people. In racing, you can't say, okay, there's millions of dollars you got tied up in this. Sorry, you didn't make top 10. And nobody wants to watch 10 cars go around in circles. So no. it's just a different It's a different field than anybody. If you were like, I'm a, I saw the playoffs are starting. So just like baseball, I'm just going to start watching during the playoffs. You'd be very confused. It would be hard <laughs> to keep up with. You'd be like, okay, so they lost. So they're not going to be here next week? No, 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 no. They can come back. And they can win. They can still win. Oh, so they're still in. No, no, no they're not in. But they can still win. See? Yeah. It's a very it's like, American oh, of us to okay, you know, and I would say NASCAR is the most American motorsport out there, and we most Americanized it as possible too. You got mud bogging. <laughs> That's pretty American, the mud bog. I I I'm a fan of the uh, jet boat races that they do up there in Washington. Yeah, we have those, yeah, those on the are lake pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's craziness. Anyways, um, speaking of going a little bit faster um, than what NASCAR does, I think those jet boats go pretty damn fast for water anyways. 
Um, oh, yeah. going to hop across the water and not really water, I guess, land still. But anyways, we're going to go to the Brazil Grand Prix now. Yay, F1. Woo. Um, yeah, we're, we're speaking of, uh, already being mathematically eliminated, uh, yeah, you know, championships, both of them are locked up, but these boys are still fighting for some stuff. Um, anyways, another, uh, another, uh, what do you call that? The old sprint weekend. Um, I think it's the last one. Finally, um, just, man, it just really stinks. I, I feel like these guys are starting to get their cars together. You guys might disagree, but I feel like some of these teams are getting their cars together and they don't have enough time to set them up, like to actually be competitive throughout the weekend. I think to see four or five, maybe an eight races there at the end with just regular weekends where these guys are making changes to the car that are actually putting these cars up there with more competitiveness up to top six to eight, like, but they can't show it really because they only have one practice. Now, we didn't have like we did a couple weeks ago, weeks ago when, when we had a sprint where some guys made so many changes to their car, they just completely went to the back of the pack or started from pit road or any of that stuff. Um, but yeah, there's some changes still being made to these cars. There's some guys that are still showing a lot of speed that weren't showing it towards the first of the season for sure. Um, anyways, jumping into the weekend, the, uh, grand prix quality was what it is. I mean, it's, you know, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q3 got cut short, um, due to a huge storm that came through. I don't know if y'all saw that. They were like, oh, it's always like this down in Brazil. And I was like, really? Because like a top blew off of one of the stands and went flying across like oh, the track. I like, did not I see that. <laughs> I don't think that's normal because um, I don't <laughs> think they just put tops on them for the weekend kind of thing. But hey, I may be wrong. And I know there's some big storms. I mean, it's Brazil, but there's a lot of stuff going on everywhere. Um, you know, shout out down there to uh, Cozumel, Mexico, and those people that are having issues down there uh, due to the hurricane a couple weeks back. But uh Anyways, yeah, a big storm came through, cut it short. Crazy thing was, a couple of them seen it. I know Verstappen was sitting at the end of pit road ready. Um, as soon as they hit it green, he went out, laid down a lap. Uh, so did uh, Leclerc um, and both Aston Martins. Now, everybody behind that, they came out, but they were doing that thing where they're kind of spacing each other out, trying to get their tires warmed up, and Perez was the very last guy out of pit road, which I don't know what the hell was going on there. Why do you shoot one out and not the other? You know what I'm saying? But um, he wanted, I guess, a clear track. Problem was, he ran at a time. Storm came through. People were sliding off track. Um, I forgot who it was slid off the track, but actually saved it, pulled it back onto the track, and at that point they red flagged it and never to be started again, which set our qualifying uh, starting grid. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, that went down unfortunately. And then Saturday, everybody woke up and was ready for practice, but was like, no, nah, we're not going to practice. We're going to have a sprint Saturday. So. They did the old sprint shootout, um, which is what it is, right? Um, the old sprint quality went on. Ocon uh, did did wreck his car. Uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad wreck, too. Um, it looked like when they were going into, what is that? I guess one, two? Is that turn two down the hill after one? Yeah. Um, Alonzo saw him coming. At first, when I first saw it, I did the replay. And it looked like uh, Alonzo pulled back into him a little bit. And I was like, oh, crap, he clipped him and, like, smacked the wall pretty hard. But I don't know. You guys can vouch for this. Y'all have raced enough on our race. And when you see somebody, even if they get out of the racing line, it takes your eye line away. And it kind of makes you, you know, sometimes not go as hard as you can through those corners or whatever and have as much, um, you know. Right. What do you call it? Concentration in the corner. I think that's what happened. He went through one, saw him, looked back to the track, looked back at him. Anyways, he lost it, um, got out of control, clipped the front of the Aston Martin, and then went careening into the wall pretty hard. I guess the uh, the day after he was, you know, qual uh, 
either that day or or, or uh, Sunday. He was in an interview. I'm not sure when it was, but he said, you know, yeah, I'm pretty sore. You know, like that one was a pretty good hit. Uh, came back to race um, anyways in Sunday, but not for the sprint, of course, because car was pretty banged up. Um, but uh, sprint shootout, uh, I mean, the sprint race itself was, I don't know, pretty straightforward. I don't remember anything big. Uh, Perez did make his way back up through the pack, and then um, he got a podium for once. So that was good to see. I got a question while we're kind of on the sprint topic. Um, I didn't watch the sprint. I had other things to do, but I never even went back to watch it because points are already decided. Like, it, not to be like thing, like it doesn't mean anything. You know, I care yeah. about the main race. The sprint doesn't matter. If we're gonna keep these sprint weekends, do you think they should like lead the last few race, the last like ten races, to not have a sprint weekend? Oh, agreed. At least five, right? Yeah. At least five. Because um, this this one's unprecedented, really. This is, I think he clinched it like tied for the longest clinch, you know, or whatever. Like left races left, or you know, it was kind of a one off, so to speak. He had a very dominating season. Something I don't think we'll ever see. You know, you know, not in in the near. It's not something that's going to happen every damn year like it happened. I mean, he really, really killed it this year. Still killing it, um, doggy. But, but Max, he went and uh, you know, he 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 uh, won as usual, uh, but very easily in the old sprint. But uh, anyways, going into the uh, end of the Grand Prix itself, uh, started off with some shenanigans there uh, into turn one. And from what I saw, and I'm sure people will have some different views of this, it looked like the that the two Haas cars kind of squeezed Albon a little bit. And I know that was due to some people on the inside and four wide, you know, getting ready to come into one and a lot of real estate um, being taken by different people. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Albon out, uh, Magnussen out, and then uh, a tire actually hooked on to Hulkenberg and was like, I'm going down the road a little ways. And then it came off his tire. And then flew up and smacked my boy Danny Rick's back wing, uh, which was just detrimental. I mean, he, you know, I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, maybe he can come back. And uh, that wing got smoked by that tire. Um, luckily, the red flag came out to clean the track up because Piastri has a little bit of damage from that that same kind of shenanigans and everybody trying to get out of the way of debris. Both those guys actually got their cars back together. Unfortunately, they did. They went in so that what they did is when they. So he stopped the race for the uh, uh, for the yellow. They took everybody down pit road around the accident in the one for one lap. My boy Danny could have just drove around, and I think Piastri probably could have too. But you don't know. They pulled the cars in to look at them. Unfortunately, they they couldn't get back out. So when they did come back out and started from the pit lane, they were a lap down, which stayed that way throughout the race. Very very unfortunate. Those guys fought for those two positions down there at the very bottom, back and forth at the first. Danny went ahead and showed that he had more speed. And I don't know if that's due to the the damage of the car because the McLarens were fast um, this weekend. Danny showed really good speed, and actually I think he passed his teammate, but too bad he was a whole lap behind. So that was frustrating for him, I'm sure. Uh, but I think he would have showed really, really good speed there at the race. I know listening to the guys talk that they – they sounded like Piastri was not even going to come back out because they thought that there was some more internal damage than just the wing. Um, because the guys started really slowing down working on that car, and they said they're they're not even around where the wing should be work to work on the wing. So, I'm speculating off hearsay, 
that there might have been a little bit more damage to that car than all said and done. But coming into in it when it been it, which we'll get into it later, I am so thankful that they put that car back together. Anyway, he didn't get me a point. He cost Antonio a point. So, um, yeah, it, <laughs> it was very helpful that Yastri came back and finished that race. Yeah, we'll get into the in it, been and win it because I got to add on to that right before we start that. Anyways, kind of a funny little stat, but um, I'm still mad. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm still. I'm still. Me and Antonio were in a chat together, so yeah, he was pretty salty. I don't like that. That's something we have to discuss at some point. That red flag working under no nope. working on your nope. car under red flag rule. I think it's BS. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. From there, the race kind of flatlined. If you ask me, it kind of got started, and everybody passed their body and got kind of laid out. The Mercedes showed speed at the first of the race, but again, kind of they fell off really, really bad. Uh, Mercedes did not have a good week. The medium period. tire sucked on that car. Dude, it's horrible. I mean, they just started falling backwards, and I know that Hamilton has now verbally said, was it W14? Is that the number for this car, I think? He said he's ready and done with it. Toto's came out and said that they are so ready to move on from this car that it's not, you know, they're not even joking at this point. Like, they're just done with it. Lewis Hamilton came on the radio during the race when they put the mediums on and said, why do we not go to the hard? That, like... Yeah, and nobody was tracing Yeah, and even the announcers were like, Dude, the hard's been awful all week. And it's like, dude, when your driver says, why are we not on the hard? You know there's something wrong. Well, it's pretty bad that Danny got on the radio and they said, you know, hey, we need to push for the next five laps. And he said, that's what I've been doing for the last 20 or 10 or something like that. He said, that's what I've already been doing, dude. He literally said, dude, (laughs) over the radio, like with a half giggle. He was just like, brah. We want for me like I'm out here sweating my balls off. I'm racing this damn thing. I got five <laughs> laps, um, but there was very uh, you can see the degrading. You know, some of these tracks we hear about the tires falling off, but you can't see it for some reason. Their their uh, their uh, left rears were just you know every time they take a corner or putting pressure on that tire, you can see it just grading up real bad, graining. And uh, yeah, it's 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 tough to see. I'm not a I'm not a Mercedes fan, but. To know that they kind of like dropped back and punted, so to speak, with this car and started all over, and it's still falling off, is just beyond me. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. I know they waited too late to change the side, you know, the uh, pods. But man, this team is on top, and they're really looking mid-pack coming to the end of the season, and that doesn't look good for your, you know, postseason. But uh, yeah, Mac. Anyways, back to the race. Max pulled out to a lead. Does Max, I mean, came into the pits the first time everybody was banging on Norris because he came in with him and not trying to offset him or under, over, you know, whatever the case may be. I think they had finally figured out the only way to stay with him is just kind of shadowing. And he showed that um, after a couple of pit stops. I'm pretty sure he unloaded any energy recovery that he had in that McLaren and did put on a race for a couple of laps with uh, Max. It was pretty impressive to see McLaren and Lando poking his nose in here, throwing it in there. Never got the pass completely made, if I remember right. But if he did, he got it taken right back. But anyways, he did put on a race. Max had to be defensive. When was the last time we said that Max took right. a lead and then we had to be defensive like 20, 30 laps later? It can happen. We're this close, people. And it's going to be a McLaren, which at the first of the season, none of us would have said that, bro. Like, none of us would have said that. I think also going to that Norris thing and people getting on to him about shadowing, and if y'all disagree, y'all tell me that I'm an idiot, which y'all already do. 
Screw you're an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're Norris, yeah, he he was able to kind of challenge Max, but it wasn't like a full on like I'm here, buddy, and I'm coming for you. He's he's gonna mirror him because he's on the better strategy, and he's trying not to lose second. Oh, agreed. And I think he was very smart. McLaren was very smart for that first round to shadow him just for that simple reason. Like, look, we are running times faster than anybody else, us and Max. He's running faster than us, but they are running for second. Um, they are, you know, they, uh, here's the deal. The, the championship's over, but these guys have stuff they're still running for. You oh, know what I mean? There's a lot of uh, money still championships. up for grabs throughout oh, the yeah. The driver standing and the constructors championship, and I don't think that's what people people don't understand. Like, there's still a lot of positions to be cited in all these races, so they're still exciting because guys are still fighting for stuff. You know, I don't know about y'all. If yeah, I could I mean, finish fifth and not sixth, I think I'd rather finish fifth. I'm a top five is a lot better than sixth. Well, yeah, I mean, in saying that, <clears throat> excuse me, right now, you know, Aston Martin is what twenty something points below him. They're 19 points below. I mean, they're knocking on the door after this race. As of right now, it's 261. I mean, these guys are still racing with Aston Martin, which he looks in the rear view, and for the whole damn race, Alonzo's sitting there knocking on his door. Not, not. I mean, there was a big gap, and that's what I say about this race was kind of crazy. Max had a big gap. Yes, we're used to. But McLaren had, and Norris had a big gap to third. Third really had a big gap till the end there. Um, and then, you know, I think it was Perez finally got his head out of his rear and uh, put on a show for once in the weekend. But um, it was all for naught because they came right at the end. Uh, that was some good racing there, those last few laps. I don't know if y'all seen any of the race. You better go back and watch that because that was some good racing between Alonso and Perez. Oh, yeah. And I hate to be this way. Old, ma old man still got it, guys. Old man is clever. Hey, you know Why what? I want to say Didn't something because I? I was shitting on him for having a seat back at the beginning of the season because I was like, man, remember I was going on that big rant of like these poor F2, 3 drivers that don't got yep. like nowhere to go. And I was saying, you know what? Alonzo probably don't need a seat. And you know what? I mean, shit. He, he, every, every time I say that, he seems to do some crazy shit. So He's a I, uh, wily, I guess, wily old fox. I guess I got to take that back too. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah, Didn't I, I say it. last episode jokingly that I was going to pick Alonzo to win it, and then I was like, ha, 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 just kidding, Lewis Hamilton? I'm pretty sure that happened last episode. Yeah, I, I mean, you still wouldn't have got the you win. You still wouldn't have got it anyway. I mean, but still, I'm but just saying, who got that win? Like, still suck. Just I was joking, like, aha, like, whoa. Yeah, like, like oh, he's not even going to be close. No, he was. I mean, he was, man, it's it's good to see somebody putting any, and like Norman said, it wasn't a real push on Max. I Max did have to race for a couple laps. Like, don't get me wrong. He was being defensive, and he knew that he was there. But like I was saying, I think he unloaded all the uh, energy recovery. Like, he set up for a fastest lap when he went to pass Max. He gave it all, and once he figured out he was done, he was done. And that's all it was, a couple laps of fun racing. But I'm just glad. And, and you know, Max got an interview afterwards and said, I'm, man, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for McLaren. And I'm glad somebody came up, you know, and, and raced me. I love racing. We, You know, I, I trust him. Um, Read somewhere that they used to be roommates, which is, I don't know, I can't say that for sure, but that's crazy, crazy to say, because um, there's some rumors going around that Norris may be going to Red Bull, because there's rumors of anybody who has talent is going to Red Bull because of the Perez issue, but um, I don't know how much that goes through, but if they were roommates, I mean, why not, right? Right. But uh, anyways, so 
Yeah, that was that was pretty much the oh, Sal 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 Sal. Somebody else say the Sal Paulo. Sal Paulo. Sal Paulo. There you go. Yeah, Sal Paulo. I can Paolo. say it, then you can Sal, say it. Sal Paulo. Sal Paulo. Hold up, I'm gonna say it because we can leave it in the cut, Dave. I think your dog wants help, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, you're right. Hey, y'all went out. <laughs> uh, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Typing in the chat, dude. He's not even, not even read the chat. Dogs dude, just, just like, like sitting there just drink. staring at He's the door. Like, like, just like, eating it. It's like, they know how to get my attention, bro. not go back to this room again. They know how to get my attention. They're like, no, right. daddy is podcasting. We can't disturb him. We'll just stare at the door and maybe it'll magically open. <laughs> That's right. Stuff. Sometimes it's it does, great. I think. Good call, guys. All right, we're good. But yeah, to finish up, I think the the DNFs is something I want to touch on because there was a crap load of DNFs in this race. Yes. Um, Russell, Botas, Joe, Magnuson, Albon, Leclerc. Leclerc, I kind of forgot to touch about on Leclerc. I kind of forgot about the guy, honestly. I forgot. He was the first one out of this race before the race even started. Um, Antonio's guy goes and wins a nascar championship on the same day that his guy don't even get to start the race because of an internal issue they thought it was a hydraulic issue but he he like got out of the car and then he tried to get back in the car because of red flag i think he's going to try to drive it back because they interviewed him and he said it wasn't a hydraulic issue he wasn't going to touch base on what it was but it wasn't the same issue that they've had in the past it's something new and he would get with the team i don't know what it was but car just decides to quit Driving straight. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, really. It's like it locked up or something, rears, or I don't know. But he went sliding off, hit the wall a little bit. Um, funny thing was, I think the only damage was the uh, the old uh, side end plate on the front wing. So, for some reason, Leclerc just can't keep one of those on right now. He's having issues with that. <laughs> Last race, he lost one and didn't get called in for it. This race, he smoked Word. one. I was thinking, if he drives that back out on track with that thing flopping, you better... <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't happening. Not today, buddy. Meatball. But, um, anyway, <laughs> long story short. Yeah, long story short, he was out first, and I'm sorry I didn't touch on that. But, uh, yeah. And so, Signs was the last one there towards the end. He was starting to scare me because uh, in it, when it, been it, I kind of had, you know, him in the points. And then he starts talking about a transmission, and I'm like, hold that Ferrari together with your bare hands and get it around the tracks. <laughs> you finish the race, bro. Um, I need you right now, Signs. I don't need Ferrari, but I need you. So get that thing home. Anyways, he got it home. Um, so, yeah, the the guys that kind of surprised me, Sonoda had a really good day, honestly. Um, got some points for the day. And uh, Perez finally coming up in there. Stroll had a real quiet, badass day. Aston Martin, third and fifth. That's big points for them. Uh, that's what brought them up in the team, you know, standings. But, um, yeah. Good stuff all around. I like to see the different drivers. I like to see the different things going on. But, uh, yeah, and Antonio, you'll have to check for me. But um, on the old in it, win it, and Bennett, we had. You had two. I had one. And one, two, three, four, five. Six. We had six guys who could have got picked for Bennett it. And how many and did we actually get? Only one person got <laughs> only the Only one it was person. <laughs> It's embarrassing, and Norman's guys. driver it's caused it too. His driver caused it too. I know. That was the like, worst part. 
Nobody picks Joe. I mean, uh, both Alfa Romeos out. One Haas, one Williams. These are softballs, guys, and we missed it. These are just getting tossed up there. Like, here you go. Ferrari? We should know a Ferrari's not going to finish Why would you pick Piastri? Like, come on. Ugh. Why would I pick Piastri? I don't Piastri? know. That was a great pick. What do you mean? <laughs> but they have he was four two hours. Four hours under the fucking red flag to fix the damn fucking car because for it some reason we one. let them fix it when it's a red flag. Oh, the wall's broken. It's not a safety issue. We'll let them fix it. <laughs> Fuck you. We're talking about slapping some dudes in the face, though, right? Yuki's always been getting trashed on. He goes and gets a top 10. I pick Stroll. He's like, oh, yeah, top five, mother. You know what? Like, I don't think so, dude. Like, he killed it. They Man, killed fuck, me. Fuck Lance Stroll, too, bro. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. Fuck everybody. I, I hate all of these I think while we're on the topic of when it Bennett, next weekend is going to be crazy because none of these drivers have been to this track. No one knows how it's going to write. It's going to be pretty difficult to pick a pick your three. Watch Oh, no. Me, you're picking last. Oh, no. You Watch pick me. first, too. I pick first. And I are we are we ready for this in it? No, when we got we gotta wait. I'm ready to pick to next week. You get a whole week. Oh, what a you get a whole week to think about it. Good. I'm gonna think about. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna simmer on it and completely change my picks. Somebody <laughs> yeah, else too. is gonna get these points. <laughs> Son of a gun. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we got an off week and then Vegas, baby. So uh, don't forget to tune in next week for the uh, Vegas uh, run up, the uh, pre race jive for vegas I, I don't think, know if we're ready for that um do we know if the tracks is the track done is the track ready my Anybody guys sure? were out in SEMA nah, this past week and they said that it really didn't look like there was much there and he said they don't know how they're going to have a las vegas race with how bad traffic already is in las vegas i've never been dude my wife my wife said that they're in trouble with some fans because they decided to just not put up one of the whole like seating bleachers they decided it was not right and they didn't want anybody sitting there so they just said well we're refunding your money how pissed would you be now that it's sold out what? that you had a ticket dude and i then would they be going, pissed they're That's like well insane. we're just not putting up your bleachers we're oh. sorry i would be like lawsuit what because oh it's not gosh. like it's not like anyway we, we, we fight the at that first point. race like you're going because it's the first las vegas grand prix No, we're going. We're going, and I'm fighting someone. That's I'm, I'm just taking their ticket. <laughs> if that happens to me, bro, we're getting. Yeah, if if something happens to me, bro, um, somebody's dying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, but I guess we can give an yeah, that's, update that's on our up, in it, when it and Bennett points. If you are ready for that, yes, do that. I do it. So, um, after this week, Levi with a um, great weekend. Gets his win pick and his end pick with Norris and Signs. Um, Sergeant almost gets points for his bin pick. Um, then we'll go with Antonio grabs one point with Hamilton being his end pick. He missed the Piastri bin pick by a red flag. Dave. Is um, backed into a real deep corner. <sighs> he got his end pick of Norris, giving him one point. I got my bin pick of Magnus and giving me one point. So the standings right now is a three-way tie between Antonio, Levi, and me for first. 
Dave is at 13 points, meaning that none of us can score points for the rest of the season. Dave has to sweep the last two weekends, and we have a four-way tie. I can do it. Looking rough, un- boys. That would be unbelievable if we had <laughs> a four-way tie. No, I can that, do it. Y'all that means out. none of our picks can be your winner in pick. Yeah, I'm looking, but I'm not yeah, seeing much. I, I, mathematically, he's still in, but I think Dave is officially eliminated. Oh, y'all Wait, stop Gotta it. have the faith, because baby. Y'all stop it. Gotta gonna, have the faith. There's gonna be a double pick. Like, if he picks Hamilton, someone else is gonna pick him as, like, an uh, end pick when he picks him for the win pick. So, they're gonna score a point, and he's gonna be eliminated. All we just had to score... Three of us oh, had to yeah. score one point. The rest of the season, he's eliminated. I'm going to do that. I'm going three for three. Well, isn't so. it if one person scores one point, he's eliminated yeah. technically for winning? He can't win it if one of us scores yeah. one point in the next yeah. two races. Yeah, we <laughs> you're done. This, Dave, you're out. We got you this. Yeah. You're almost as so, mad as Joey Luano right now. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> so next week's going to be a lot of shenanigans. Tune in. Uh, it'll be the Las Vegas uh, pre-show. It's going to yeah. be kind of crazy without NASCAR. I'm sure we'll have something to talk about, hopefully, postseason yeah. stuff. Start We're down there, to one series left running. People moving around. Yep, yep, yep. But stick around with it. It's going to get crazy in the offseason for sure. So talking about Las Vegas, um, join us November 18th. That night here in America, it'll be a night race. We are going to do a live watch party of the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Uh, we will be, I think we're shooting for live on YouTube, maybe live on Twitch. We'll get all those details for you next week, too. Uh, and you'll see us. We'll answer your questions. You can hang out in our chats with us. Join our Discord. Send us messages on Discord. Chit chat with us. And you'll see our live reactions from the race. With that, we also, um, this Wednesday, are doing a uh, Team Goon Squad um, Super Speedway shootout. I will, unfortunately, not be able to make this one, but I don't know if the other guys are shooting for it at Talladega. Gotta give a rig put back together, but it's Dega, baby. Uh and they're also running a uh, one of the members of the team goon squad had a horrific accident. His house caught on fire. He was lucky to get out. Um, they're running a charity race for him Saturday evening at Michigan. I think in the Gen Four car. Uh, yep, racing for Mason One Hundred, um, November Eleventh. Yes, sir. Uh, green flag drops at nine p.m. Eastern, eight p.m. Central, wherever you're at. But yeah, that's that's a big deal. Um, ten ten dollar entry fee, um, get you in. You got some cool chances. They got some prizes and everything else lined up. So people have helped out. First and second place is going to get fifty dollars, courtesy of the uh, East Action Sports. Um, but uh, yeah, we got race control, uh, and they should be broadcasting. So it's a good time. It's a good time, and it's for a good cause for sure. Um, got to stick together. I know if you're even in a racing community period, I racing doesn't matter if you just got a bunch of buzz. But this guy has a hard time. We're gonna do what we can, and uh, try to help him out, man. Yeah. It's it's a it's a serious deal. So please please sign up for that race and run that race for them. Um, it's a it's a good community over there at Team Goon Squad. Check them out on Discord. They run a lot of events, and um, I know they've helped Lap Zero out 
they do their broadcasts and stuff and they've always been a good good group of guys over there so um yeah go to go to teamgoonsquad.com uh go into their products and get on the uh racing for mason 100 november 11 to 2023 it should be on there where you can click on it um all the donations are going to him and all that good stuff um and there's a GoFundMe also if you if you'd rather just you know throw some more money at the dude. And if you don't um, want to race, like said, just everything join helps. the broadcast and watch the broadcast. That that shows a lot of support. Even if you're doing something else, just having it on on another monitor shows a lot of support for them, and they'll really appreciate that. Yes, sir. Good stuff coming from our boys at Team Goon Squad. Um, League Zero is still over there doing their thing on Thursday nights, also. And uh, like like Norman said, I think earlier, join our Discord, check out the live race, make fun of us. We'll have some video up, we'll have some audio up. You might see Dave's dogs in the background. You can probably hear some of my <laughs> animals. Probably hear my wife yell if somebody wrecks Max out. So it'll be we're a just good people. Time. <laughs> we're just people. We're doing the best we can. I'm just a person. <laughs> I'm a person too. <laughs> Anyways, I think that does wrap it up. Um, um, Ford is the okay, good. Um, NASCAR uh, champion. So, <laughs> oh, here we go. Norman's always got something. Else. Yeah, dude, we can't. Two weekends, two weeks in a row that we can't trash on Ford. Last week because of the pace car. This week, so we're gonna say Ford doesn't suck because Ryan Blaney knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah, he does. I'm just saying, six years in the making, I've been waiting for this. So. Let's go, baby! Ryan Blaney! Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> All right, so apparently this week Chevy sucks and so does Norman. We'll see you next week. <laughs> go Rangers! Go Rangers.